Join From Beer to the Bible every week as Irvin Lee and co-host Sarah Oliveira McDonald warn others of the consequences of drug and alcohol addiction by being the voice of faith-based recovery. Every week, Irvin and Sarah help people get access to the treatment and counseling they so desperately need. They explore the depths of addiction and give practical life examples of how to recover and develop a new rhythm of living. The show is gritty, authentic, and simply raw while being rooted in the love, faith, and hope of God. Welcome to From Beer to the Bible. It's Irvin Lee, and I am the host of From Beer to the Bible, and we are back with part two. I'm giving you a peek and inside look into my family. So this will help you understand. Okay. Do I, we probably need to start over. How much she needs oh, to? I know we. No, saw No, I have fifteen more minutes, and because she'll she closes the library at eleven. Okay, I got it. We, I'm sorry. That's okay. okay, Chris. I'm gonna do. I need to re-intro, or we get it. Yeah, let's go. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go. We got about. So we'll go quick, cause um, okay. let me know, Chris. Yeah, just fire away. Let's just go. Okay. This is Irvin Lee, your host of From Beer to the Bible, and welcome back. I got part two with my cousin. I am giving you guys a glimpse into my family and why I love the Lord the way I do and how I was raised, and that love permeates not only myself, but all throughout our family. And my first family member who's back with us is Christina Lee. Hi, Christina. Hey. <laughs> uh, hey, in this, in this episode, I want you to talk about um, all the things that you're doing to empower women and uh, spread the gospel and the word of God and help those who need to hear about the love of Christ. Okay. Well, I have a prayer group that I started maybe about three years ago. Okay. It's called Prevailing Through Prayer. And what happens is, is there's about 50 of us mm -hmm. and each week um, I select uh, one of the prayer warriors to conduct prayer. And it's from 6.15 um, to 6.25 every Tuesday morning. And then um, if there's anything during the week, if anybody needs prayer, then they just put those requests in through Messenger. Or if they're having things going on at their church, they um, also put that the notifications in Messenger. Um, I also, I have a group that I started a long time ago, but it kind of, I had other stuff going on. And it's called Soul to Soul. And then what we do is kind of some outreach, um, however the Lord leads. And I have a passion for homeless women. Um, so... Every so often, we'll try to do something like with the homeless shelter in Houston, or we'll go to the nursing home. But like I said, I had really kind of put that on the back burner because I had been writing. Mm -hmm. And so I have four short stories. One is uh, The Road to Damascus that led to salvation. And that is actually my personal testimony about my conversion experience, um, accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior um, over, well over 20, about 26 years ago. Um, the other one is my redemptive story. And it's a fiction story of um, a church family and all of their family church shenanigans. Um, the other one is, oh, oh, let's see, Cast All Your Cares. And that is actually um, a journal. It's like a beginner's journal for people who have accepted Christ and they have no 
idea as to what the other steps are. Um, and the other uh, short story is the good old days. Yes. And that is based on, and I like to, I, I thought about my great grandmother who laid the foundation, my great grandmother and my grandmother when I was writing that story. And it's based on a, a young girl and a young, uh, a brother and a sister who mom passes away and they're forced to go live with their strict religious Pentecostal grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so the boy actually goes back to live with his dad, but the, the daughter's the granddaughter stays there and is raised by her grandmother and she takes on um, the foundation that was laid before her. She actually walks it out. Mm. So, and I've written two gospel plays from two of those books. Yes. So you have been busy and I love your passion Mm -hmm. for the homeless women, for women um, of all walks of life. Speak mm-hmm. to our audience uh, because we have people that listen to us and women and men who are not saved. Talk to them mm-hmm. about the importance of Christ in the healing and overall recovery process to our life. Okay. So <clears throat> a lot of times when we're going through, we have a tendency to look at the situation. And if you keep your eye on the situation and the problems around you, you're going to sink. It's just like Peter, as long as he kept his eye on the prize, which was Jesus Christ, he was able to walk on water. Mm -hmm. As soon as he took his eyes off the prize, he began to sink. And I'm sure he started panicking at the situation and everything that was going on around him. And that's the same thing that's going to happen to us if we don't keep our, our, our eyes on the prize. And, you know, I think about all that you know, I've been through some things, even, you know, uh, even after accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. But I always stand on the scripture that says many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver us out of them all. We don't get to choose uh, how much we can bear. Only God knows what we can bear. But he did say that he would put no more on us then we're able to bear. So you have to stand on the word. You have to depend on the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit to lead you and to guide you. And just, you know, once you pray, you cast your cares. And one of the the things that I always tell people that call me, that I witness to, is weights are heavy. They're not meant to be carried. They're meant to be lifted. Mm. So you lift those weights, the weights of the world that are on your shoulder, you lift them. And give them to God. He's the only one that can do anything with them. Yes. Like the old people used to say in our church, he's our burden bearer. That was good. That was so encouraging because so many times we just put our eyes on our circumstances and then we emphasize the things that are, that seem to show us that God is not working when we know God is working and Mm -hmm. he's working all things together for the good. The, right. the the other challenge that I see, especially with a lot of the people that I deal with that was instilled in you and I through mm-hmm. our grandmother and great-grandmother was this faith. So talk oh, yeah. about the importance of faith to your everyday life. Yes. Well, you know, faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have faith faith, you're just, you're going to be most miserable. You're going to be very, very miserable. And so you have to, you have to depend on a higher power and you have to know, because if you're doing things in your own strength, you're going to get tired. 
and your strength is going to be exhausted. So you have to you have to trust and believe in God and know that whatever you confess and whatever you say, you're going to be tested and you're going to be tried. The enemy is coming because he hears what you're saying. So you have to you have to walk it out. You have to walk it out. It is a process and you have to be honest about where you are. So if there's a point that I feel weary or I feel discouraged, I go to God and I tell him, I'm like, Lord, look, I know what your word says, but I'm feeling this type of way. And then if I feel like I can't hold my hands up, that I'm just weighed, weighed, I'm just weighed down then I have intercessors that I, I contact. And at that time, God will give me exactly who to text or who to call and say, girl, you know what? Just pray today. I just need prayer. And then those who are really, really in, in tune with you, they'll know. They don't have you. They don't even have to ask you what it is. They'll just pray. They'll intercede for you. That's so good. yeah, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And, we often, and we often forget that as the key that I always remember when I'm going to do something and I, I almost just hear you saying this transparency cause is the key transparency cause is the key. And yeah. a lot of fighting the enemy is a level of transparency. So talk about the importance of transparency and testimony. Yes. I'm like, you know what? You can't help nobody if you can't be honest and transparent. Because a lot of times what I've found is people see the glory of God resting on you and they don't really know the story because when God, God does all things well and when he cleans you up, a lot of times he don't He don't leave, he, he does it well. And they just see that, oh, you've accepted Christ, you're living this kind of way and, and you're looking good and all of that. But you know, behind the glory, there's a story. And so you have to be transparent. You have to seek God as to what to share and when to share it. And so for me, when young women come to me and they have stuff going on and as they're talking, I'm praying. And I say, God, you have to give me what to say. And that way it's not just me. And so when they're done talking, however the Holy Spirit leads me to to be transparent about anything that has transpired in my life, then that's what I do. But yeah, you can't help anybody if you're not um, willing to be transparent. That that was great, cuz. And as I think about the level of transparency I've had to have with my own testimony, a lot of times I have to. I look at my wife and I feel sorry because I say <laughs> to her, like, "I'm sorry, the Holy Spirit that came out." But I'm going to tell the truth. And as we close, oh, yeah. I want you to encourage our young women, especially the women, just all women who feel down, lost, and hurt, how they can overcome the season of struggle and temptation and trial that they may be in. Okay. So the, the first thing is you have to be honest with where you are because we can... You know, I have people to tell me all the time, oh, you're always smiling. You're always, are you always that happy? And it's for me, it's not about happiness. It's about joy. And it's the joy of the Lord that's my strength. But the thing about it is you have to be transparent about where you are. Um, go to God, but you also need people who will intercede for you. So it's important to have at least one or two God-fearing 
prayer warriors that can pray you through. And that's not going to share your business. Like you have to be, you have to seek the Lord. And for those who are new and they may not know what I'm talking about, just find somebody that you can talk to and that can pray you through. Mm. I will mm-hmm. close this out. Thank you, cuz, for your time and for blessing us. I, mm-hmm. I I share my heart and my family, and I'm transparent because I want you guys to know. Some of you knew me when I was out in the world, and you knew me when I was a fool. And like, did that guy even know the Lord? Yeah, I knew <laughs> the Lord. I just mm-hmm. rebelled against the Lord, but mm-hmm. I was lost. But now I'm found. I was mm-hmm. lost, and I now I am found. And I can Mm -hmm. be found in Christ Jesus. God Mm -hmm. loves you. God's not mad at you. Jesus Mm -hmm. wants you healed, happy, joyous, and free. Won't you give your life to Christ today? May Mm -hmm. God bless you. We love you. And may God keep you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's From Beer to the Bible. Make sure to tune in next week when Irvin and Sarah gift you with even more addiction recovery information. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And remember, we're always there for you.